Hello, hello, lovely Pep Talk gang. It is so good to be back. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Pep Talk. That's right, we are back in lockdown. We are back where Pep Talk all began back in the lockdown of 2020. And so it really seemed like kind of serendipitous timing to bring you guys a special bonus episode which covers something that's kind of on everyone's minds right now and that is lockdown wellness. So I'm not sure that my personal experience counts as enough to talk on this one. Uh, I mean as you'll hear during the episode watching copious amounts of Bachelor in Paradise does indeed actually count as wellness but I thought it would be smart to bring in the experts on this one. So today we're chatting with Greta, Dr. Greta. Not only is Greta one of my oldest and dearest friends back from our uni days at Otago University and bridesmaid at my wedding, but she's also a trained doctor who has a special interest in mental health. She has combined this knowledge with her creative and artistic side, yes, she is a total weapon, I swear, to run Mimo, which is at Mimo.MeMoments on Instagram. It's a page that is dedicated to bringing you just little ideas that you can use to boost your mental health throughout the day. This is more important now than ever before. So without further ado, let's get the amazing Greta in here and talk all about it. Hi Greta, hello, welcome to Pep Talk, how are you? Hi Grace, I'm very well, thank you, I'm good. Oh good, it's so nice to have you on here and um, I know everyone's going to be so grateful to hear a bit of your wisdom about this time, so that's going to be fantastic. And um, before we do, I thought, because you're obviously working as a doctor at the moment, what has it been like for you going into work during this lockdown period? That must be kind of crazy. Yeah, well, um, at the present moment, I'm working in a um, slightly different area of medicine. I'm working in clinical research medicine, but um, COVID and lockdown hasn't actually um, yeah, changed, changed work for me too much. As you know, healthcare is an essential service, so I still work with vulnerable people who require treatment. So last couple of weeks for me, work has been much the same, just with the addition of face masks, um, mm. dealing with foggy glasses, and an abundance of hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the foggy glasses are so annoying with the face mask. I know. Someone yeah. needs to come up with some sort of um, invention that helps that. Yeah, I, I bet someone, I bet some like techie person has come up with something, but someone um, will be on it. Yeah, I because I'm going to work at the moment and wear a face mask all day as well. And um, by the end of the day, I think it's like partly the weight of your glasses pushing down on the mask on your nose is very uncomfortable. But we're also very lucky, and I know this is nothing compared with obviously the realities of COVID, so we shouldn't complain. But it's a thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and so I thought before we dive into talking a little bit around lockdown and uh pandemic wellness and all of that I can't wait to hear your tips on that and everything but before we do maybe we'll just legitimize you a little bit and just explain to people why you are qualified to be talking about this because Greta is not only one of my oldest friends from university but she's also a doctor as you could probably tell from that little chat um so trained as a doctor and um currently working in that field and then also you have maybe you can tell us a bit about your work and then also a bit about some of your passion projects that you do on the side so maybe start with work 
Absolutely. So, um, oh, I don't know. Um, that's very kind of you to call me legitimate. But um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I have a medical degree. Uh, so I went to Otago University with Muse. Um, I graduated in 2012. I spent about eight years at university. I did a um, chemistry and, and anatomy degree before going to med school. Um, and yeah, I mean, the majority of my career has been in community medicine. So general practice, uh, a little bit of family planning. I did do a few years in the hospital, but then I moved into general practice because I really like developing longer term relationships with patients. Mm. Um, so that sort of gave me uh, the ability to do that. Um, so yeah, um, I guess I have two main interest areas within general practice. I, I really enjoyed um, the family planning, sexual health side of things, but I have also had a really keen interest in mental health and wellness. So um, uh, as I said, I, I love following, getting to know my patients and following them through life. And, and with that comes following them through the ups and downs. So I think general practice quite quickly uh, showed me that no one's really immune to struggling with some mental stresses at some point in their life so um and I think that's what led me to developing one of my passion projects which is Mimo. Yeah definitely I think that's a really nice lead into talking all around lockdown wellness because Greta has this amazing um so it's mostly social media isn't it Instagram and Facebook yeah yeah called Mimo so me moments and um I gather that you developed this actually for your as kind of like a, a way to show your patients some of the tools that they can use to you know help their mental health um and that's how it's led to all of this so yeah tell us how all of that came about and what the kind of mission of this work is awesome so um yeah Mimo is a, is effectively my reinterpretation of self-care um as you said Mimo stands for me moment and a me moment is just where someone sort of intentionally takes time out of their day to have a moment to themselves where they engage in activity that makes them feel good or boosts their mood recharges their battery and you're very right as I said I, I saw quite a lot of people in general practice who were struggling with mental well-being and often I would end each consult with like a little list of things that they could try that might help their mood just simple things like getting some time in the sun a bit of gentle movement exercise talking to a loved one um, you know good sleep good food that sort of thing um, and then one day while I was out for um, a walk the the whole me mo me moment concept came to me um like I could visualize everything right down to that little logo um and I realized that the little kind of my little go-to list of of mood boosters might be a helpful resource to share with others so um I have always had a, a huge love for art um and I love illustrating and being creative so I decided that why don't I illustrate each of these little mood boosting ideas um and then I post them online and I sort of started with just um one a day for a week and my <laughs> long suffering friends and family followed along um <laughs> and then they kind of started sending in their ideas of things that they enjoyed doing or things that made them feel good and um they started sharing it I guess in in their circles um people were engaging with the project and um and it sort of grew from there. So I did start it back in October of 2019. And then since then, it's grown into a little platform where um, I share ideas, inspiration and, and just general information on, on mental health and mental wellness as well. 
Yeah, I love it. And like you say, you just dropped in there very humbly, but that you are a very talented artist as well. <laughs> you have so many strings to your bow, Greta. No, <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of these, um, all of these me moments are beautifully illustrated and very poetic and everything as well. And I think the big thing about it is, like you say, it's super simple stuff. It's not like, um, you know, it's, even to the extent of, you know, going to see a therapist or something. It's not even at that level. It's like um, just really little things around the house and um, that don't cost money. But that the biggest thing I think is that everyone just needs a reminder because we're so, especially as women, I think, but this is obviously for everyone, but we're so, um, it's just genetic, the kind of giving, like give, give, give to other people and check on so everyone else is okay. And then I think the great thing about Mimo is that it gives you a reminder when it pops up in your feed, like, oh, Oh, I actually have to um, do something for me as well. I actually have to mindfully take a moment for myself as well. So I think it's just the reminder more than anything. And that so makes me so happy to hear that because that's exactly all I wanted to achieve was just reminding people that their number one priority is them and to be able to be the best version of themselves to look after everyone else. They need to just start with their own mental health and well-being so and giving them permission to just be like nah I'm it's me today it's all about me right now I need to do something for me so yeah it's like we're like socially conditioned or just brought up to feel kind of selfish if we do something like that for ourselves. whereas actually it helps you help other people more like you say um that whole like fill your own cup first thing sounds really cheesy but it actually is very true yes 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 and have you noticed from your from Mimo but also from your your work like have you noticed an increase in this area around mental health since kind of the beginning so 2020 like early 2020 is it is the effect of COVID definitely been that there's more of this around in terms of mental health illness yeah I, I do I do think so um I think lockdown does suit some people to an extent um for some people it kind of forces them to slow down and take some time out from the hustle bustle of their busy lives but there is a large proportion of people that have struggled with uh well lockdown and particularly just it's overwhelming and it can be isolating um not to mention the fact that we're even in lockdown is this global pandemic which Mm -hmm. is um just added to whatever everyone else is is battling with day to day as well so I think there has been a surge in um people experiencing mental distress um and yeah and I've seen that in um patients and, and and just the people in my life in general I think um yeah it's definitely a difficult time for a lot of people yeah absolutely and that kind of takes us on to a bit of the topic of why I asked you and you so greatly agreed to come and talk around lockdown wellness and I mean I call it lockdown wellness but really like we say it's it's pandemic wellness as well because even when this lockdown lifts whenever that might be um we've still got this you know that COVID's not going anywhere anytime soon and we've still got this um sense of kind of the world you know the uncertainty in the world that is um you know however much you disengage from it it's still there and it, it it weighs on you so I think all of this applies to not just lockdown but you know, the world in general at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Um, so I thought before we go into some of your tips, which I'm really excited to hear from you, it might be helpful a little bit to touch on what this kind of concept of wellness actually looks like and actually is, because I think wellness, and maybe if we call it like the wellness industry, and I'm doing air, clo- air quotes, but you can't really see it, um, 
<laughs> but that's it can, it's taken on a bit of a different meaning in in the kind of instagram world of you know like green juices and yoga mm-hmm. and um matching top and bottom um active wear <laughs> and whatnot <laughs> but, and that can kind of maybe put people off a little bit um but i i think in the context of this pandemic wellness isn't about you know thriving and being like instagram wellness it's more maybe even just like about surviving and just getting through is that kind of how is that your take on it too greta a hundred percent i mean i think i think lockdown wellness you know looks different for everyone but the main theme really is just doing what you can with what you have and um you know there's sort of some overarching principles that i think may help for people to keep in mind as far as lockdown wellness but um appreciating that everyone's situation is different um i just really think one of the most important parts of lockdown wellness is just being kind um i think being kind first and foremost to yourself uh, i think as you've already alluded to grace we do uh, unfortunately feel a lot of pressure these days to you know to be perfect like thanks in part to what we see online and on social media um we I certainly felt like a lot of my patients felt sort of crushed under that pressure to be the best at their job be the best parent be a good friend you know you've got to look good you've got to have all the you know the mod cons you've got to be productive um and I, and I don't necessarily have a solution to counteract that directly but what I sort of want to people to know and remember um particularly at this time that is that we're all human and there really is no need to put pressure on yourself treat yourself with kindness and do what you need to do to get through each day and understand that even the bare minimum of meeting the essential needs for yourself and your family is is okay on those tough days which is just food shelter and love yeah yeah that's a beautiful way to put it and I think the being kind to yourself and not comparing I think that's the big thing that I think about is like what especially with online the online world we see like what things look like for other people what they supposedly look like in their feed it's not really what real life looks like for anyone but it's so hard to remember that and so I think this whole topic needs to be around like listening to yourself and not and basically taking the word should out of your vocabulary like there is no should to what this time looks like or any time in life but especially right now um what what works for you what feels good to you um being really in tune with that whatever that is I think is the most important thing I totally agree and and only by you know as a as we've already talked about looking after yourself and and being kind to yourself then you're in a better place to sort of be kind to others as well and I think that's a really important part of this situation that we're in as well is that we've just got to try and remember that Although we may not be all in the same boat, we're all on the same ocean and all of us are experiencing some form of worry and concern related to this pandemic. And we we really all should be trying our hardest. I know it's really hard sometimes, but to treat other people kindly. Um, and, you know, especially on things like social media, so easy to just be a troll and leave a mean comment because you somewhat feel unattached from that, but there's really no need to do that because you you don't know what other people are experiencing or facing. So I think first and foremost, be kind to yourself. And, and from that, uh, hopefully stems um, a, an urge and an ability to be kind to everyone else around you as well. Yes, 
That's so good. I think that can be the number one top tip. I know you had that on your <laughs> list that you recently shared. So Greta recently shared, which is what prompted this idea, a list of how to stay well in lockdown tips that you did alongside one of your fellow doctors. So that's kind of, you know, when we talk about your list of top tips, that's what I'm talking about. So I'll make sure I pop in a, a link so everyone can go and see that on Memo. But so that's definitely one of them. Be kind. But what do you what would you yes. say is your kind of like next go to tip during this time? Um, well, I think probably my, I mean, my favorite, particularly in something that works really well for me is just, um, moving my body, like factoring in a little bit of exercise. There's so much, uh, you know, really robust research out there that shows the benefits of, of exercise for mental wellbeing. It really does help boost mood. And, and, you know, there's so many cool stuff so many cool online classes there's lots of things that um resources out there to help you but if that's daunting just like literally go for a walk around the block or you know a run around your local park and it will genuinely make you feel better because it, it does boost your happy hormone levels so that's that's definitely my number one top tip yes and then that can also link to another one around um getting some sunshine and things which is also really good right getting some vitamin d and and that makes you feel good too yeah fresh air is really really good too you know it can you can get a bit stuffy sitting around indoors so um fresh air does wonders for our mood as well yeah definitely and that also links as well to the eating side of things so I know you had on your list of tips you had eat mindfully which is an interesting <laughs> one during this time because I really I'm very conscious of I, I hate I hate the body shaming um diet uh, culture side that's come out of lockdown so like I, the latest one that's done the rounds this time which just kills me every time someone that I respect shares it I'm like oh you didn't the one that's like <laughs> you can either you can come out of this lockdown as like a hunk a chunk a monk or a drunk choose wisely I'm like oh, oh my gosh I God. haven't seen that which is so good because that crushes me a little I bit it's well you're terrible. lucky I know and I it's just like come on like on top of everything let's just give ourselves a freaking break to not be worrying about ridiculous things that don't even matter in the normal world but especially don't matter right now like who cares if you're a chunk if you're a happy chunk who who cares (laughs) i know and you know like literally i am the first person to reach for a couple of packets of um double coat tim tams um (laughs) lockdown like that's my thing that i stock up on if you can tell us a little bit around that kind of like mindfully and what that means in reality like it doesn't mean you're being like a total saint and you're having you know those green green juices and salads and whatever is it more around just being like conscious about what feels you and what feels good absolutely that is exactly it and i mean um Treats, you know, having treats is great and, and, you know, have treats alongside your, your, you know, I always say to people, try and up your fruit and veggie content because that's always guaranteed to make you feel good and nourish you. But, um, you know, treats can be an important part of your day too. Like that, that in itself gives you something to look forward to. Um, just the actual like ceremonious act of sitting down with a nice cup of tea or coffee and a, and a little treat or biscuit or Tim Tam or whatever can actually be a really nice time for you to switch off in um, and breathe present. But it's basically just, just be mindful of what you eat and the way it makes you feel. Um, and if you, if you can see that, you know, scoffing the entire pack of Tim Tams makes you feel a bit gross, then maybe just be mindful of that and um, space them out. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think it's exactly that. Eat well, you know, eat well where you can um, be mindful. And, and I also thought, you know, 
you know, we have to eat. Um, so trying to spice up your usual uh, routine is quite quite a, a nice time. You know, maybe lockdown's a good time to try a new recipe or um, you might want to have your dinner outside or even if it's raining, just have a picnic on your lounge floor and just make it a little bit more fun and, you know, um, you know, just do something different because it can, it can often help sort of, as I said, boost your mood basically and make your day a little bit more interesting. I love that. I think that's a really wise approach and that's something that I've definitely got from you um, over the years that, you know, when especially with the Mimo direction, like you're like, um, oh, you know, should I go for a run or should I <laughs> go and eat some top or go to Tim Tams? And then you're like, oh, maybe I'll just do both and that's totally fine. Yeah. Or maybe one day I'll do one and the other another. Like mm-hmm. um, I think you have a very balanced approach to that. So I knew you would have some wisdom on that. <laughs> like I was having this conversation with someone at work this week was around like actually our bodies are really smart at telling us what feels good and, and is good for us in that if you let yourself eat whatever you want and you eat you know, ridiculous amounts of, of food that isn't as nourishing, if we say that, then actually you often find if you really listen to your body, it actually doesn't feel good. And I'm not talking about it doesn't feel good because of diet culture and you're like telling yourself off that you're a bad person because you ate bad things. I don't mean that. I mean like physically you won't feel like optimized. So if you exactly. listen to those signals, yes. you're actually getting quite a lot of helpful information about that. Absolutely. And you're right. It's just about being mindful of, you know, like, I mean, I know that if I overeat, I get heartburn. <laughs> so that's my body being like, hey, you ate too much. So, you know, things like that, just being aware that there's some foods that aren't so good for you. And, and if you really seek joy in those and they make you feel good, then just minimize them, you know, still have them, but just have smaller amounts. So it's just sort of being in tune with your system. And as you said, sort of not letting um, any external factors uh, uh, pressure you into you know drinking green smoothies and all of that jazz because hey maybe that's your jam which is cool because you know some people make some you know and they that's what they love but equally as of as we've tried to stress not uh, there's no one size fits all really and it's all about doing what what works for you what feels good for you yeah and you know what I actually have a smoothie for breakfast every morning and it has spinach (laughs) in it so I mean I am one of those people mine is not green (laughs) Mine is not green. I have not managed to graduate to a green one yet. But no, I can't go whole green, but I do put a little bit of spinach or sometimes like some courgette or something in it. But that's as far as I'll go. But yes, absolutely oh, so no. Like, and I think being kind comes into you, comes into that as well, right? Like, it's like just just go easy on yourself. Like, give yourself a break. Don't put any pressure on from what you think you should be doing or etc. It comes into that as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. So what else have you found for that works really well for people? Um, one of one that's super important is um switching off. Switching off from technology I think is is really important. I think when you've got sort of uh time on your hands it's really tempting to just scroll mindlessly through social media. Um so something that I'm quite um uh, quite a fan of is having tech free time every day turning off my phone leaving it in another room or setting myself an amount of time um, where I can't look at it and often I try to challenge myself to to occupy myself with without relying on technology like um, whether or not that is literally just like going for a walk or hey you can just lie on the couch if you want and just stare at the ceiling but you know you could maybe 
play a game a board game or something but making sure that you have that time away from the screen um and for two reasons one it's super overwhelming when all you're seeing is sort of this negative news features on um on covid pandemic and just world events in general but also there again is a lot of research that shows that you know too much screen time is not great for us um and especially not before bed so I always used to try and tell patients that, you know, try a good 60 minutes screen free time before bed helps with your good quality sleep, helps people to drift off to sleep. So switching off, it, I think, is important. I definitely agree with that. And I'm really mindful of the media that I consume. I mean, I'm a total sucker for a scrolling Instagram, of course, but I don't, um, <laughs> so I don't I. absorb like uh i try not to watch too much of the news traditional media doesn't work for me and this is not just during this lockdown this is ever um and just being really having your like self switched on a little bit to what traditional media is showing you and also social media too but um you know that they have an agenda and that they are just trying to sell ads so that they will sensationalize things and and whatnot is really important as well to keep that to be mindful of that i guess Absolutely. And I remember you actually made a really great point um, on a post that you put up recently was, you know, the good thing about social media, I guess, is that we do have some control as to who we follow. Mm. So if there is something there that you're not liking, literally just unfollow it. You know, mm. um, if there's like the, you know, these um, messages that are making you feel crappy or putting pressure on you, just get rid of them and follow that account. Um, you can somewhat, um, you know, collate a, a positive set of accounts to follow which I think is is you get some control in that sense I think that's really important I think people forget that sometimes like you've actually chosen (laughs) everything you see apart from (laughs) totally um and and also like I think one thing I a tip I heard on that was about checking yourself after you finish using any kind of app like check in with yourself and be like how do I feel right now and if it makes you feel icky then actually dive into what's made you feel icky about that um, and, you know, sometimes you'll see something and it'll just be like, oh, and you'll just get the sinking feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough or I don't have enough friends or I don't look like that or my house doesn't look like just like, ah, oh, and just being really mindful of that and then doing something about it. Absolutely. Yep. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. And we've got on your list, we've got find ways to de-stress, which is a good one, obviously. But do you have any, yeah. um, what are your examples of things that people find are good for that? Yeah, so um, I mean, basically, that is like in essence what what Mimo is. It's um, de-stressing is really just finding time to reconnect with yourself, uh, and that's uh, self-care effectively. So factoring in, I think that for me, it's it's guiding people to be really intentional with it and planning what you want to do, and then committing to making it happen. Like literally having a really nice hot bubble bath. Um, putting your favorite movie on on Netflix uh, you know literally if you're stuck for ideas just be guided by what makes you feel happy what excites you or um, you know what you know is going to make you feel real relaxed but then equally you know if you are stuck for ideas then um, Mimo has it's basically a directory of ideas of things that you can do um, one of my favorites I think is is um, uh, I mean, it's not for everyone, and, and some people may think this is a bit woo-woo, but, you know, journaling, writing stuff down, like, sometimes to free your mind space up. If you've got something on your mind, write it down, and even if you're like, this is stressing me out, I'm going to write it down, and then I'll deal with it later. It just takes it off your mental load, 
And then also a really good thing that you can do with um, journaling or, or writing stuff down is just writing a list of things that, that are good, that you're yeah, actually like, that you're grateful for um, or something positive that happened in your day, even if it literally was just like, hey, saw some cool daffodils or like a baby lamb running around in a field. You know, like um, it doesn't matter. Anything that made you smile because it does, it just shifts your mindset from – this, whoa, I'm overwhelmed, this is really hard, to just be like, ah, oh, I actually felt really good today because I got a nice message from a friend or, you know, I saw that that cute baby lamb or, you know, things like that. And when you sit down to write that list, you actually just get overwhelmed by the surge of, of, of positive feelings. And and that is something that I, I particularly enjoy doing. Uh, and, I, and actually there is research to show that if you do – do these sort of um, gratitude lists and in a process of stepping back and trying to see positive things that it can genuinely help to make you feel good in that moment at least. Yes, I'm a big one for that and I write stuff down <laughs> a lot and I love lists and plans yes. and things so I'm into that yes. and I think it's worth mentioning as well like it doesn't need to be this like beautiful movie style journal you know like dear journal today no. blah 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 it's yeah. like you can just scribble uh, shit down and that is totally, enough yeah. like no one else is going to see it in fact some people that I follow mm-hmm. um they'll they'll write a list of whatever down and then they just burn it or rip it up into a million pieces <laughs> like it, no one ever needs to see it it's just the process of getting it out of your head and onto paper absolutely. that is the important part right yes absolutely and you know at the end of the day we all have weird thoughts and we all have like mean horrible thoughts and you know as I said we've got to be kind all the time it's so you know and realistically not everyone is just thinking about daisies and butterflies and rainbows all the time so if there's stuff on there that you're like oh that was weird or oh that was a that was a bit rough then write it down as you said get it off your mind clear it out um and sometimes that helps because it prevents you from sometimes saying things that you uh might regret later on or um you know expressing something uh that in the moment you're like oh so i i i also love as you know, love stationery and love writing stuff down. So that's definitely um, a super helpful process for me as well. Yeah. And you know what? I actually <laughs> did see a baby lamb today and um, it actually did made you? me really happy. I did actually. But also, like, how they move around. Like, when they're running, they actually go up in the air. It's I really know. cute. They, like, bounce. I know. It, I it call it, I think, it's, I think the technical term is gamboling, is what they do, <laughs> Gambol, gamboling. That's it's amazing. Very yeah. cute. And it is amazing. And it does it does make me happy as well. And that would totally be on my gratitude list if I saw some baby lambs today. <laughs> yeah. That's the benefit of living in the country. It's one of the best things is we get to see like <laughs> young young livestock everywhere. <laughs> that's, that's very cool. So another one that I really loved from your Mimo top tips was about routines because this is a really big one for me and of course I have a four-year-old that I'm contending with so maybe even more important but I think it applies to everyone and if you've seen if you follow my personal Instagram account I've shared recently which I had an amazing reaction to I shared one of our daily schedules because I actually write it down every day over breakfast and I draw a little picture so because Demi can't read she's not a gifted um, four-year-old so she she needs a little photo little drawing drawing. and then I I do the times as well and I schedule the whole day and I mean that might not work for everyone because I know that I'm a freaky control freak and that that's my jam (laughs) but I know that's not for everyone but give it a go you know like having a schedule having a routine um not just having the day like looming um you know listlessly ahead of you can actually well for me I find that really helps absolutely I 100% agree and and as you said if if you can't do down to the 
the hour just like a rough plan for your day it does save you expending too much mental energy as the day goes on and you don't sort of get that overwhelming feeling of time really dragging on as well um but it could be as as you said which sounds amazing um and so cool if you've got kids too to just give them a bit of a structure or a list of things that you guys are going to achieve today or at least give a go but if you can't do that or if you're not quite up to that even just like in the morning over breakfast think right today i'm going to try and put a load of washing out uh for dinner i'm having spag bowl and my one thing i'm going to do that i enjoy is phoning a friend to have a you know a debrief or a, a you know gossip over something so even even structure in that sense um Another really important part about routine, I think, is setting a regular bedtime and a regular wake time because it's super helpful to keep your body clock kind of consistent um, and ticking along without too much disruption. I know it's super tempting to just want to have a sleep in, but I think most people that had really long sleep ins know that they often feel a bit crap when they get up. So having a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake time is really good for your just your general balance. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I yeah. like that. And I found as well in a similar vein to the routine kind of thing is bringing in like things, especially during lockdown, bringing in things from your like normal life and turning them into like home things, you know, like um, yes. we do like cafe at home where we have croissants and oh. coffee in the morning. And then I know that some people do takeout nights. You were drunk during lockdown. They can't get takeout. So they do, you know, their own burgers and they make it into like a bit of a special occasion. So bringing in those little bits of normalcy, I think really helps during this time yeah that's so cool and and you know like it's fun and it makes your day a little bit more exciting especially if you know you're like six days deep into lockdown and you're like whoa here we go groundhog day like doing those little fun things um it, it takes up time and it just gives you a little bit more um of something to look forward to and you're more likely to look back on that and be like remember that cool thing we did so yeah that that is a, a is a really good idea i love that yeah yeah. All right. Well, we'd better wrap up soon. But do you have any more tips that you'd like to add before we before we move on? Yeah, I guess um, I just wanted to really stress to people like my. I think the last um, and most one of the most important tips I've got is is um, encouraging people to reach out to other people if they're struggling. You know that there is so much support out there. Uh, certainly, if you're not, if you're just feeling rough, like reach out to a friend or a loved one to chat to reach out to a health professional like our, our most gp clinics are still open and they can do phone consults so uh, um, there's lots of people that are available to help and can connect you with resources you know if you are finding this time difficult um i also wanted to just remind uh new zealanders in particular that there are there's like a whole host of free helplines so if you're really stuck and you're like gosh you know i don't really know what to do then you can there's lots of 24 7 mental health um support available there's a free number 1737 which you can call or text 24 7 in new zealand and there's a trained uh counselor or support person available to chat to you um so and also on that on that vein um it's really normal to feel a whole host of emotions especially overwhelm anxiety worry stress um so so normal you're not alone uh we're all feeling a whole host of emotions um 
you know, and I just want to remind people that there's there's a lot of support out there if, if they need it. Uh, and just to know that, you know, as I mentioned before, we may not be all in the same boat, but we're all on the same ocean and we're all sort of facing the same thing. So, um, yeah, you know, reach out if you need it. Thank you for the reminder on that. And I think that's that's why we have the professionals and amazing people like Greta, because I'm just like, have takeout night at home. And Greta's like, you know, this is a little bit more serious, Grace. So I really appreciate that. And that's so important. I think a lot of the time, maybe it's a little bit of a Kiwi thing, that whole like, she'll be right kind of thing. You you know, we don't, nobody really knows where the line is of like, you know, what's just like a kind of air quote normal um, t way to find this difficult. And where's the line that is like, okay, I actually need a little bit of um, outside help on this and it's really hard to identify that for yourself like so I guess one thing Absolutely. I'd say is like there is there, there's no rules there's no like there is no line basically just whenever it feel you feel like you need it you reach out there's no it doesn't have to be at a particular level of badness or you know direness in order for you to get help it can be wherever you need it so true grace very well said all right. Okay. Well, we better wrap up. But um, overall, I guess with all of this, I think it's just about coming out of this as well and as comfortable as we can and not, you know, not those shoulds, banning those shoulds, no blame, just do what feels good. Um, I'm watching a lot of Bachelor in Paradise and that is okay. <laughs> so whatever it takes, um, is that kind of, am I doing the right thing there? Yeah, totally. You know, like I am, I, really into MasterChef. Um, MasterChef has totally kept me going. Yes. Uh, so I, I totally relate to that. Yeah, that's my other that's <laughs> my other jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and so, of course, mm -hmm. this is Pep Talk. And before we let anyone go, we always get, I mean, we've had lots of advice from you, Greta, but we always get a best kind of piece of advice or a quote or something that you just live by or feels good to share just to take us all out on a bit of a high note. Absolutely. Um, and I know this is super cliche, but um, I am, you know, I'm quite a cheesy person in general. So um, <laughs> I think the most poignant uh, quote that I've ever heard in, in my life, which I think I just got from a movie, but it is um, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Um, and I think, you know, that lends very well to everything that we've talked about. And I don't just mean be kind to everyone else around you. I also mean be kind to yourself first and foremost as well so that's my little I love that I mean <laughs> yeah it's you. totally cheesy of course but oh, totally, I yeah. think Just... it's fantastic and <laughs> and um, very very topical to everything we've talked about I feel like that's the overarching theme of this whole thing and um like you say kind to other people but also kind to yourself is is just perfect so that's a really lovely way to take us out thank you for sharing that and for sharing all of that advice because i think that was really valuable and everybody listening please do go to instagram or facebook it's at memo.memoment that's where you can find greta and you can find all of her amazing ideas that she shared and her tips so head over there and give her a follow as well all right thank you greta Oh, thank you, Grace. Um, I'm very grateful to, to come along and chat to you. As you know, I'm a long-time uh, fan and follower of Pep Talk and a long-time fan and follower of you. So it's been so <laughs> nice to chat. Um, and, yeah, I just I hope everyone's doing all right out there. Um, and hopefully things will get better. Just, yeah, I guess everyone's just got to remember that um, everything comes to pass. So if it's rough at the moment, it's not going to last forever. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, Greta. All right, take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you.
Bye. See you later. Bye.